0: to enter into another level of His presence. I believe God wants to heal us. Can you say amen? Amen. I believe God wants to bless you and your finances. Can you say amen? Amen. I believe God wants to save your family. Amen. Amen. I believe God wants to pack this church out. Can you say amen? amen? I believe God wants us to take this assembly here and move across the road over there and buy us 10 acres and build us a nice building and have it full. Amen. Amen. Oh, hear me now. I believe God's wanting to use it, use us and use this building. And I believe that God has started to call you. And I just wondered this morning if you will respond to him. Amen. amen. So Psalm 145, I'm just going to read it through. And then I'm going to talk with you about something that the Lord wants me to talk with you about this morning. Psalm 145, if the church has it, say Amen. amen. Now, in some Bibles, it does not have the heading in the Scripture, but it has the heading here in mine. And it says, this is David's psalm of praise. So on your paper, write down the word praise. And right beside of that, write the word tehillah. T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. Tehillah. Praise and tehillah. T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. This is David, King David's psalm of Tehillah praise. Tehillah praise. He says, I will exalt thee, my God, O king, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. That phrase, bless thy name, means to kneel down at your authority. I'll kneel down at your position. He said, I'm going to lift you up, Lord. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to pull you up and bring you up higher because you're my king. Everyone say, he's my God. My God. And he's my king. my king. And then he says, and I will kneel down to your authority. I will kneel down. That word bless. there, write this down. Everybody knows this word is Barak. D-A-R-A-K. B-A-R-A-K. Barak. It means to kneel down and bless someone's authority. That ought to spoke to somebody spiritually right there. In a negative way. Verse 2. Every day will I kneel down to your authority. In other words, you ain't going to find no rebellion in me, Lord. I am going to kneel down to your authority. If I wake up today, then I'm waking up today with the attitude that I am under your authority. You are my God and you are my King. Every day I will bless thee. I will kneel down to thy authority and I will teheela praise your authority or your name forever and ever. I want to offer a teheela praise to you, God, forever. Why? Because great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. That word praise means hallel, H-A-L-E-L. It's where we get the word hallelujah from. It says great is the Lord, and He's greatly to hallel, or to praise, to make shine, to, to make bigger than what He is in other people's eyes. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall hallel, or praise, thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts, right, uh, right right beside of that, right there, say, your miracles, your miracles. Mighty acts are miracles. I mean, have you ever had a miracle done in your life? Can you say amen? Amen. And then you are to be praising God a whole lot more than what you are. Amen. And then he says, I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty. And I will speak of thy miracles, thy wondrous works. Write that down. We need to start talking more about how our God is still a God of miracles. Our God still heals bodies. Our God still changes the law. Our God still makes a way when there ain't no way out. Our God still shows up when everybody says it's over with and you've already had a funeral and you gave up. He still resurrects stuff up out of the grave. Our God still is a God of miracles. Can the church shout out and say amen? Amen. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts. The power of your miracles. Men will begin to have conversations about the power of your miracle and just how powerful you actually are. I believe that God is about to break loose a revival in the house of God that is going to have so much power in it that the world is going to start talking about how things are happening in His church, how people are coming out of their deathbeds, how people are standing up out of wheelchairs, how people are literally kind of standing back up out of the casket, how families that went through divorces are going to be put back together again, how people that have lost their health are going to gain their health back, how people that style bankruptcy, my grace, his church by bankruptcy Are going to be have more money Than they can literally spend And be able to lend And not borrow anymore Can the church say amen? amen Men's going to speak about Those terrible acts And they will declare His greatness They shall abundantly Utter the memory Of thy great goodness And shall sing Of thy righteousness I was noticing Some of you here this morning You had not sang yet But there's coming a time when men are going to sing about how good God is. All my life, He has been faithful. All my life, He has been so, so good to me. Because of His goodness to me, I have made a decision in my life to, so with every breath that I'm able, I'm going to sing about the goodness of how my God is. I'm going to sing about how good he is. I'm going to sing about the time that when I went in that car accident they said I'd never walk again that I'm standing up here and I'm still able to walk and I'm still able to sing and I'm still able to play that piano. The devil didn't want me to do it but God said I got a purpose in it and because of that I'm going to show my mighty power and my mighty acts to this young man so everybody can see that I'm still a God that's still alive and able to perform. The Lord is gracious. Everybody say that with me. The Lord is gracious. Say it again. The Lord is gracious. Look to your neighbor right beside me and say, Did you know the Lord is gracious? The only reason why you're here this morning and your heart is pumping blood through your veins is because He's gracious. You're supposed to already be dead. You've done some stuff that you're supposed to already be killed. You ain't supposed to be here. The devil put it on his calendar to take you out of here and to stop you from performing the purpose that God has in your life. He has come against you every day trying to kill you. But my God said, "My grace is sufficient for you." And no matter how much hell tries to take you out, I will be gracious. Everybody holler out and say, "The Lord is gracious." And I thank the Lord that he's full of compassion. And boy, do I really thank the Lord that he's slow to anger. Oh, I've done some things sometimes that if he found out about it and he really was one that could get angry, he'd get angry and get angry quick. Thank God he ain't angry with me anymore. Amen. Just smile at your neighbor this morning and say, He's not angry with me. Amen. That's one reason why you ought to praise Him this morning, that God ain't angry with you. He still loves you. He still wants to talk to you. He still wants to live with you. He tells you in Isaiah, He says, Come now, sit down with me. Let's reason about this thing together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be white as wool. God's not angry with me. The church ought to be happy that God's not angry with us, that He still has compassion, and He still shows us His mercy and His grace. Hmm. And he has great mercy. And then it says in verse nine, the Lord is good to all. Turn to your neighbor, look at him and say, The Lord's been good to you. When you gonna be? The Lord's been good to you this morning. He blessed you when you got up out of the bed. to give you oxygen so that you can breathe. Your heart's still pumping blood through your veins. You're able to stand up and walk. You're able to put your hands together. You can see. You're not in the hospital. You're not in the rest home. You're not in ICU. You're not on life support. God has made sure that everything you need to survive today, you've had it. God, this church ought to be blessing His name and praising Him in this hour because God is a God that has blessed you and he's been good to you. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Tell your neighbor right beside him and say you are one of his works. Thank God that his tender mercy has been over you in your life. Because when you said that word, you took his name in vain. When you put a God before him, when you stole what you stole, when you told that lie about your neighbor, when you coveted your neighbor's uh, property, when you stood out there and you killed somebody's reputation, when you went out there and lusted after that woman or lusted after that man, you supposed to die right then. But thank God that God has said that you are my works and I have my mercy over your life. Everybody ought to just be praising God for that, that he's got his mercy over your life. Amen. Amen. All thy works shall praise thee. Read that with me. All thy works shall praise thee. Read on. O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. Read it out again. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. I've got to get you to read it one more time. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. Now look at your neighbor and say, You're going to praise him. Say it again. You're going to praise him. You will either praise Him right now, you will either bless Him and bow down to His authority right now, or there is coming a day and an hour when you stand before Him that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that He is King of kings, the Lord of lords. You might as well, it's already been proclaimed that every vessel and every human being that has ever lived on the face of the earth is going to praise God, not just a human being, but the trees are going to praise Him, the grass is going to praise Him, fish is going to praise him. The dogs are going to praise him. Every animal is going to praise him. And you might or might, or might get it set up in your mind right now that you are a vessel of praise unto the Lord himself and you're going to praise him and you were created for that and start praising him right now instead of waiting to the day you got to look at him and say I knew you were the Lord all along and he said depart from me thy worker of iniquity I never knew you." look at that beside him and say, you're going to praise the Lord. All his works are going to praise him and his saints is going to bow down to him. His saints are going to bow down to him. Smile at that right beside him and say, there ain't no room for pride. There ain't no room for that nasty attitude. Every one of us is going to bow down and bless the authority of our God. We're going to give in to God one way or the other. It is not your way. It's his way or the highway. Do you get me? You're going to bless him. You're going to bow down. You're going to give in, and you're going to obey him one way or the other. And you're going to either do it now, or you'll try to do it before you go to hell. So it's better for you right now to go ahead and bless him now. Bow down to him right now. Let him have your will. Let him have your time. Let him have your talent. Let him have your gifts. Let him have your ability. And let him rule your life like he created you to allow him to do. And I guarantee you, your life will change. Amen. Tell that beside of you again, say you're going to praise him. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom, and they'll talk of your power, and they'll make known to the sons of men his mighty acts, his miracles, and his glorious majesty of his kingdom. The kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. I want the devil to know and understand right now that Generation Z or whatever you call him, is not the devil's generation. It is God's generation. His power will go through that generation, and he will end up in dominion over that generation. Can the church say amen? All right, verse 14. The Lord upholdeth all that fall, And he raised up all those that be bowed down. You want to get ahead in life? Bow down. You want to get ahead and be successful? Bow down. If you want to have God bless you, bow down. He said, if you fall, I'm going to hold you. He said, and I'll raise you up if you'll bow down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. Oh, God, church, we ought to be happy. If you ain't got your heart's desire this morning, it's because you ain't learned how to praise Him yet. If you ain't got what God's got laid aside for you up in heaven, it's got your name on it, nobody else can get it. It's yours. He's got a robe for you. He's got a ring for you. He's got a position for you. He's got a blessing for you. If you ain't got it yet, the reason why you ain't got it is you ain't learned how to praise the Lord yet. You ain't learned how to bow down before Him. And this morning, God wants to teach you that He accepts your praise and what type of praise it is. And He wants to see an attitude where we'll bow down and let Him run our lives because God said when you do I'll give you your heart's desire amen. oh y'all ain't I don't even hear no conviction in them amens this morning we're getting there now amen. amen he opens up his hand satisfies the desire of every living thing the Lord is righteous in all his ways and he's holy in all his works the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him the Lord is nigh upon all them that call upon him The Lord comes to you when you call upon Him. If the Lord ain't showed up in your situation, you ain't called on Him hard enough yet. He says, I'm coming to you. He says, I'm coming to you. He says, I'm coming to you. I'm nigh unto all them that call upon Him, to all that call upon Him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear Him. I want you all to get this. This is some strong statements about God this morning. But all the wicked, he's going to destroy. So based upon all of that, my mouth shall speak the Tehillah praise of the Lord. And I'll let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. What a powerful scripture! Powerful verse. The title of my message today is "God is Homesick." Amen. The word "homesick" means that He is experiencing a longing for His own home, while He's been living in a period—a period of absence—away from it. God is homesick. He has a longing to return home. His biggest desire is to come home to his children. God is homesick. Wednesday night we talked about environment. We learned about the principle of environment. Quick review real quick before I can give you what God wants me to give you this morning. I shared with you that everything in life was created to function in a specific environment and you were too. I also shared with you that man's ideal environment was to be in the presence of God 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, all of his life or eternity. I also shared with you that man's sin, though, separated us from our ideal environment. When Adam done what he done in the garden, he gave up that ideal environment. And everything that God has done since that point in time to now is in a desire that he wants to come back home. Turn your neighbor and say, God wants to come back home. Sinners are nothing more than malfunctioning saints. Just because you're a sinner this morning doesn't mean that you don't have the power inside of you to be a saint. You were created to be a saint. The reason why you are a sinner is because you are malfunctioning. You need a God to put your life back together so you can function properly. All of our problems in our lives stem from the fact that we have lost our ideal environments. We are not able to easily get back into our ideal environment. I shared with you on Wednesday night that God is holy and He cannot allow any sin to come into His presence also shared with you that God through Jesus Christ brought salvation to us and it allows us to return back to God's presence and that salvation allows God's presence to return back to us. But I also shared with you, and we've been on it for four services now, that praise and worship are God's gift to be used by man to have God's presence <laughs> come and descend upon us. It is praise and worship that causes God to get up off of his throne up in heaven and comes back home to where he wants to come and spend time with you. He will not show up in your life without you praising him, honoring him, worship him, and blessing him. God says, if you will offer to me praise, he says, I will descend in your life. Is anybody here with me this morning? Amen. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. And I'll say this is the day that the Lord has made. For I will rejoice and I'll be glad. Psalm 22 and 3 says that God is holy. He is the one that inhabits the praises of Israel. God will come down when a church will praise him. God's power, His presence will show up when you open up your mouth and you start praising the Lord. Punch that in of you this morning and say you were made to praise the Lord. God said I will come when you praise me. But not just saying something. It says I will inhabit the Tehillah praise of my people. Everybody i out and say Tehillah. I want you to understand what that word is this morning. That word, Tehillah, means uh, that you start praising him spontaneously in a song. When you sing to the Lord spontaneously, when you know the words you got to sing, when words come out of your spirit, when you begin to just sing to the Lord, you ain't got to rhyme. It ain't got to sound good. It can be loud. It can be soft. It can roar. It can say, but if you're singing unto the Lord from your spirit, God is paying attention to you. It don't matter if you're singing on tune. It don't matter if you're singing in harmony. If you'll just lift up your voice and you'll start singing unto the Lord and you start singing. But listen to what I'm telling you. You, that word to Tehillah praise means laudation. That means you get louder and you get louder. And the more you sing, the louder you get. And the louder you get. And the louder you get. And the louder you get. It means that you praise a person for their achievements. And you literally highly uh, do so, especially in public. God said when you start praising me in public, when you lift up your voice and you get louder, when you lift up your hands and you get louder, when you sing unto me and you start praising me, in public and let everybody know I don't care what you think about me I know that God reached down into the deep and miry clay and he poured me up out of that deep and miry clay and sent me on higher ground I know hell wanted me dead but God wanted me alive I know that God sent his only son to die for me I know that he makes sure that my heart is pumping blood through my veins on a daily basis He know. I know that angels are around me and when you began to praise him publicly like that God began to send his angels first and as the angels began to come into the church God began to descend down into the fellowship and we began to minister unto God and God begins to minister unto us that word literally means you treat him like a celebrity I said Lord don't make me say this but I'm going to say it anyway because you told me to say it Donald Trump comes to Wilmington I never had seen this person in the church raise their hand. Never seen this person lift up their voice loud and get happy, jump up and down in the church. But Donald Trump exited off of that plane and boy, they went crazy. Woo! Treated him like a celebrity. Celebrity. The Bible says that to heal of praise is when you start treating uh, Jesus Christ like He is a celebrity. When you start treating God like He is the most popular person that there is in the world. You start treating God like He is worthy of your praise. I'm here to tell you right now, some of you right now, in your celebrity band, you pay money to go see your celebrity band. You pay money to go to a concert. You pay money to go watch a wrestler. You go pay money to go and watch a football player basketball player. You'll pay money to go into a place and buy a celebrity's book so they'll sign your autograph but the church here today won't even lift their hands and praise the biggest celebrity that there is and they won't give him a standing ovation. They won't rise up and just literally lose their self and praise God. God said when you began to treat me in public like I'm a celebrity then I'll begin to come down to you when you began to shout and praise to me because I showed up and I'm just coming when you began to celebrate my presence and you began to welcome me in a glad way when you began to love me when you began to respect me and you treat me like you would the greatest celebrity you've ever known in your life he said that's when I'll show up in your presence and I'll change everything in your life I wonder why it is Betty that we don't treat him like a celebrity here in Living Water I can tell you to give the Lord a hand I might get that out of a few of you. Some of you sit there like this. God said, I inhabit the Tehillah praise of my people. It is the praise that brings God's presence into your life. How many of you need God's presence in your life? How many need God to show up in your finances right now? How many of you need God to show up in your health right now? How many of you need God to show up in your family right now? How many of us need God to show up in the New United States of America right now? How many of you need God to show up in living water worship center right now? How many do you need God to show up and change and stuff in your life? Our God, we need to praise him and we need to day him and get louder and louder and louder. And the louder we get, the more he's gonna come. Amen. Everybody talks about my playing and my singing. I wish it was louder the more I sing, the louder I get, the more I sing with it the more I let loose, God is coming down into the presence He will come and He'll change the thing you'll get your mind off how loud it is and after a while tears will start rolling down out your eyes and you'll raise your hand after a while you'll go running around and falling out in the presence of God you need to begin to lift your voice up like you do to some of your children and start praising God and let Him know that He is the number one celebrity that there is In your life And that he has done great things And he's good to you And he's done miracle after miracle After miracle in your life My God church are you dead here this morning Praise ye the Lord To heal a praise is that praise That gets God To come down in your life Now here's something I've learned about God God is deeply possessive of praise and worship. He's actually zealous over it. And In fact, he's beyond that. He's passionate about it. He's beyond that. He's jealous about it. He's jealous about it. Why? Because praise and worship is the primary way that God connects with you. I'm going to say that again. God is jealous, He's zealous, and He's passionate over praise and worship and he's possessive of it he don't want your praise going to another he don't want your worship going to another he is so passionate about it he is so zealous about it he is so jealous about it all because it's the way he prescribed for you and him to connect with each other praise is so important to God that he was willing to sacrifice his only son in order to build a bridge across sin to get to you. Why in the world would his passion for connecting with you be any less fierce than what he had when he said, I'll give the very best I got to be able to have John Hargrave raise his hands and praise me. God gave Jesus just so you would praise him. Praise and worship was created by God as a way to facilitate a deeper and a more unique connection with you. He wants to connect with you, not just you knowing about him. He wants to connect with you spirit. The spirit deep unto deep. He wants to be able to know you to the deepest level, and he wants you to be able to know him to the deepest level. There is a unique spiritual dynamic to each and every form that there is of praise. The Bible has seven different words for praise. Each has a different expression. Each has a different reason. Each have a different purpose. But to heal a praise is the only kind of praise that God refers to without absolute possession. God says. In this type of praise I will come down and allow you To possess praise and worship unto me And when you do I'll come down and I'll dwell with you Forever So God is looking for Tehillah praise this morning Tehillah praise is the kind of Praise that is spontaneously Sung Or spoken Or given to the Lord In moments of such gratitude Unto him for what he has done It is a praise that is written down in your spirit. It's unique in the moment. It's unique and based upon what God has done for you. How many of you are really grateful for what God has done for you in your life? Then why don't we tell people about it? Why don't we praise the Lord when we come into the house? Why do we have to have someone get you to praise Him? Why do we have to prime you up? How many here this morning has had God be good to you? I said how many this morning has had God be good to you? If God has been good to you, then you need to give Him some tequila praise. You need to begin to praise Him based upon what He's done for you. He's made sure that if you're 80 years old that your heart has pumped blood for 80 years. He's made sure that your blood has went through your veins for 80 years. He's made sure that the food that you needed was grown and put in your refrigerator and in your pantry so that you could eat on a daily basis. He made sure that the hospital bed did not contain you. He made sure that the rest when taking all your money. Oh my God, we got a God. We want to be praising here this morning. Our God has made sure that everything has been done in your life. He's been good to you. Not only that, he made sure your children didn't get out there and take too much stuff and kill with them. He made sure when you got drunk that you didn't kill yourself. He made sure when you was in that car accident that you wouldn't have there in a funeral home. He made sure that you're here today to hear somebody tell you just how good he actually is. God has been good to you and you need to praise him. 40 and 3 says this he put a new song in my mouth it said he even put a to of praise unto God in my mouth and when he put it in my mouth it goes on to say many's is going to see it and when many see it they'll fear it and when they fear it they'll trust the Lord Thank God that God has put a new song in my mouth. Thank God that he's done something for me. that I, you didn't have to come to my funeral Thank God that you ain't got to come see me today While I'm in the hospital Thank God you ain't got to pray for me Because I'm sick and broken Busted and down to the point to where I'm so depressed I want him to come out of the house My God has been good to me And I have decided that this is the day That the Lord has made And I'm going to rejoice in it I'm going to be glad in it I'm going to have a good time in it And I don't care if you want to throw off Some of your and water on it or not I'm still going to release the power of Almighty God because my God's been good to me. My God's been good to me. I said my God has been good unto me this morning. there it comes When we began to praise the Lord With a spontaneous spirit led song You began to create an atmosphere For the power and the presence of God To move in your life in a brand new way When you just began to allow Him To speak through your spirit There are times in your life You don't know what to say And you'll have to say And begin to release the power of Almighty God Sometimes you don't know how to answer anything And you have to say and God begins to move through you and changes the atmosphere because he says my mercy, my grace, my blessing is over every one of my works and I will not let you fall I will not let you go down I will not let you give up I will not let you go away I will rise you up and I'll raise you up because you are in me and me in you punch that beside him and say you're going to praise the Lord Now, you don't have to be perfect. Don't have to sound perfect. Don't have to sound amazing. You don't even have to rhyme. All you got to do is just open up your spirit and sing. All you got to do is open up your spirit and shout. Just open up your spirit and praise God. Oh, I'm waiting for the day and the hour when some of us have got enough of boldness and enough of thanksgiving and enough of gratitude with Almighty God to walk into the grocery store and just holler out as high as we can holler out and say, Hallelujah! Mm. He said, I inhabit the Tehillah praise of my people. That means he comes and he sits down. He dwells and He remains. It means He settles down. goes even deeper than that. It means He marries that location. It goes further than that. The action means when He hears a Tehillah praise from His people, He turns away from what He's doing. How many of you want to change God's schedule this morning? Amen. When He hears a Tehillah praise of God, He turns away from what he's doing at that moment. It's the only thing that'll make God turn away from what he's doing at that moment and turn around. It means he'll turn around and he'll come go back to the seat that you have prepared for him. If we want to grab a hold of God and have a monopoly on God, then we need to give him some to heal praise. Lift up our voices and come into his gates with thanksgiving in our heart. Come into his courts with praise and praise him and praise him and sing unto him and Get louder and louder and louder. We ought to be so tired when we leave the church. We ought to be as tired as we are when we left. We left the dance floor when we left the nightclub. We ought to have everything given unto God. It is time for the church to throw some parties and have some celebrations and let's raise up something. We need to have some Casey and the Sunshine Band start out and sing a song and say celebrate now. Come on let's celebrate because our God is still good. Amen. God told me to come tell you this morning I'm extremely homesick it's my utmost desire to go back and return to my seat it's my utmost desire, my greatest obsession I want to come and live with you For 6,000 years everything I've done, saith God I've done it so I could come live with you You have captivated my thoughts on a daily basis, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I've been thinking about you, everything I've done in your life, everything that I've done for the last 6,000 years, was because I want to live with you. Everything I've done on this earth was to make sure that when you closed your eyes in death or in his son Jesus came and raptured out his church that you were ready to go and connect with him. Everything he's done in your life, he's done it because he wants to live with you. To heal a praise is words that are so deep on the inside of you, so personal, so intimate. When you utter them words publicly, you express the thanksgiving for all that he's done for you. Our church does not praise God like it should. Our church needs to start making their mind up that they're gonna praise him. It don't matter if it's good. We're gonna praise him. It don't matter if it's bad. We're gonna praise him if Linda comes in here mad. We're gonna praise him if she comes in here glad. We're gonna praise the Lord when things don't look good. We're gonna praise him when things look bad. We're gonna praise him when things look good. When somebody says something out of the way, we still gonna praise him. When we sick, we're gonna praise him. When things happen in our life we don't understand, we still gonna praise him. We're gonna thank him for what he's done we ought to be able to walk in this house and praise Him that we've had the opportunity to get in our car and to ride to a place that allows allow you to raise your hands and your voices and to jump up and down and shout and praise of God that wants to connect with you. Amen? God wants to live with you. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 21 says this. It says, He is my praise. Listen to this now. This will wake you up. That word there means He is my Tehillah praise. He is my Tehillah praise. And He is thy God that hath done for thee these great and terrible things, all these miracles which thine eyes have seen. You can praise God. You don't need God to do nothing right now to praise Him. Mm-hmm. If, all you got to do is just look back what he's done in your life If you've got a baby, if you've got a child God brought a miracle in the place If you've got people in your life that love you God brought that miracle in your life If your heart is pumping blood through your veins God created a miracle in your life If you today don't have any sickness If you are not sick and broken down And being disgusted in the rest home, In the funeral hall, in the hospital You got some things to praise the Lord for If you're going to be able to leave here today And go sit at a table And eat some dinner and it's over there known you then you ought to be able to praise the God that brought you in this house when you give him a to praise it comes and he dwells with you he dwells with you one thing I like about it when you get in God's presence is God don't bring peace he is your peace oh what I love about it is that when you get into his presence God don't send healing he becomes your healer And He is your healing. Amen. Another thing I love about it is God don't come into your life after you praise Him and perform miracles. He shows up because He is the miracle. Amen. Oh, some of y'all y'all need a miracle in your life. No, what you need is you need more Jesus Christ. You need more of God's presence in your life. God don't just come in and share his love. The Bible tells me my God is love. God just don't come in and build a tower on a rock. He is my high tower built on a rock. And I can put my trust in him. He is my refuge from a storm. God don't just come in and bring a fire. He is a consuming fire. He don't just come in and bring the anointing. God is the oil of the anointing. God just don't come in and bring the truth. My Bible tells me that he is the truth. God just don't come in and bring holiness. My God tells me that he is holiness himself in his essence in his being. God just don't come in and bring brand new things. He is the creator of everything that is brand new in our life. And God just don't come in and bring light. He is light, And I can praise him for that. Amen. That's why the first command that he ever gave here on this earth, was let there be lights, And that command is going, let there be light, 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 everywhere. What it's doing is he is ministering to you today. His light is coming to you. That's why his first command to this age was let there be light. So when you praise God, the Bible tells me in Deuteronomy chapter number 10, that God is my Tehillah praise. When I begin to praise Him with a of praise, then I am giving God God back. Y'all ain't hearing me this morning. I am connecting power under power. I am taking black lines. I am taking electrical lines. I am taking taking spiritual electrical lines and I am joining them together and there is a boom that is happening when I'm praising God. Thanksgiving begins to open up the gates that I can go into his presence and when I begin to give him a Tahila praise I'm able to go into the courts of his presence. I'm able to go into his very room and I'm able to let him know what my needs are. I can bow down and bless his name and I praise God and I fulfill the purpose that I have been placed here on this earth and that purpose is I was created to praise God. Amen. Tell your neighbor out right beside me so and say, you were created to praise God. Psalm 34 and 1 says this. It "said I will bless or kneel before the Lord at all times. Then it goes on and it says, and his tehillah praise will continually be in my mouth. Turn your neighbor out and say, prophesy to him and say, from this day forward, his Tehillah praise will be in my mouth. Isaiah said something about it in Isaiah 43 and 21. He said, the people I have formed for myself and they shall sow forth my Tehillah praise. God said, you were formed by God for God, and you will declare His healer praise. It's time for you to quit fighting. It's time for you. Time for you to get rid of your dignity, and you get out of there and get rid of your pride and let God use your vessel and your spirit like He orchestrated and created it to be. God said, if you got happy for the devil and released your members to the devil and submitted your members to the unrighteousness and got out there and got loud for the devil and danced down, danced down the party that you can do it for the Lord and you've got to do it for the Lord and God said the same way you worship hell you better worship me because I created you and I created you for my praise I am your Tehillah praise and my praise shall supposed to be always on your lips God said when I formed you you are going to give me my Tehillah praise church don't believe that today So you might as well just start stirring up your spirit right now. You might as well just go ahead right now. For you are going to declare God's Tehill of Praise. Oh, I can preach that word because the Bible says it is the truth you might as well just go ahead and stir it up on the inside of you. Get down to the deepest recesses on the inside of you and just go ahead and give in. It don't matter if you look like a raccoon. Nobody cares anyway. It don't matter if you're sitting there with tears rolling down your eye. It don't matter if you're sitting there and you can't do nothing but whimper in the presence of God. Don't you worry about it. God said, I created you to do that. It's time for us to throw all the the, the things that are holding us back from praising God out of our life and praise Him because you're going to praise Him now or you'll praise Him one day when you do so every time you do you bring them and you build a tabernacle for him to come down your praise your worship brings him down in your life now I want to share with you as I try to get her and close everything you need in life everything you need in life to have the victory in your life in every area of your life is brought to you by praise and worship Every answer to your prayer is brought to you by praise and worship. Oh, we all ain't hearing me. Everything that God does in your life is brought to you by praise and worship. That's why I tell the Lord but I pray, Lord, it don't matter if you do it right now. If you do it 10 years from now, your credit's good with me. I know that you said you were going to do it, and I'm going to praise you right now just like I got it. I'm going to live right now just like I got it. I'm going to walk in it just like I got it. I'm going to act like I got it. I'm going to praise you like I got it. I'm going to do what I need to do, and I'm going to let everybody know that you've already blessed me even though I don't see it. I know that you are my God. Church, we need to start praising God that way and standing in his authority, and God God said if you follow I'll pick you up and I have my grace over you I'll have my mercy over you hell won't even be able to come in and take anything away from you because I'm in a tabernacle with God and the presence of God runs away the devil and all light in him shows up and all darkness has got to flee Mm -hmm. so it don't matter how ill things might look it don't matter how ill it looks in your life there's nothing ill in God When God shows up in your life, everything has got to go. I'm kind of like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Standing there in the world threatening to throw me in the fire. Want me to bow down to another God. And boy, it took some faith of them boys to look up to the king and say, King, I know right now that you've got the power to throw me into that there that burning furnace. But let me tell you something. Other. I know my God can deliver me. But even if he don't, I'm still not going to bow down to your idol. I believe we need to have some faith in some people like Daniel that he knew the king could take him and throw him into the lion's den. And he looked at the king right straight in his eye and he said, I don't care what you say. I'm going to my house and I'm going to pray anyway. We need to stand up because God said as we bless his authority as we give him a Tahila praise God will minister unto you and do what he needs to do is anybody here this morning with me amen so everything that God has done from Genesis chapter 3 until now because he wants to get you back in his presence he's been trying to get you back in his presence he wants to return to his created position that he created in the garden of Eden He wants to turn back and return to the seat that man gave back to the devil and everything that he's done. God sat on the throne in Eden and He wants to sit here right now in your life on the throne. God is in the restoration business and He has been restoring praise and worship for all these many years and everything that God does in the Bible, everything He does in the Bible, tells us about God's basic desire, and His basic desire is that He wants to live with you. If I was to put it in my own words, God's basic desire is I want a place on earth where I can come and descend down to and set my throne up so I so I need to rescue all of these malfunctioning saints, and I need a place to be able to operate from it. Now, all the Old Testament saints, from the time they lost the presence of God until now, They went out and they began to build altars to try to get the presence of God, to get back into the presence of God. We know what happened with Cain and Abel. We know what happened with Noah. But they had a need on the inside of them that they needed to connect with God. I wonder how many here today at this church knows we need to connect with God. Amen? Amen? I ain't got time to read it. But as Noah came off of the ark... And he went out, he began to build an altar and God showed up and saw his sacrifices and he said, your efforts to try to get back in my presence, I'm pleased with that. And he told me, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. But he left off something to the Adamic blessing. When he looked at Adam he told Adam, he said I want you to be fruitful, multiply and replenish the earth and I want you to have dominion over everything on the face of this earth. You see what Adam done caused us to lose our dominion. I want you to notice Noah was commanded to have dominion. Noah was not commanded to have dominion. He was not commanded to subdue the earth, but Adam was commanded to have dominion and subdue the earth. And God, although he will give you, and he might be pleased with your efforts if you're operating under the Noah type ministry, but God wants to get the church back to the Adamic ministry where he can literally take you and live in a position and put you in dominion over the earth where you can subdue everything that hell tries to do in your life although man and God are communicating right now that relationship does not have the moment by moment intimacy that we had in the endemic atmosphere and God wants to get us back into that Amen. amen God wanted a place to live among his people I believe today that you can have the biggest church you can have the best singers you can have the best musicians you can have some dynamic preaching some of the best preaching you'll ever hear in your life but if you ain't got the presence of God, you ain't got nothing. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. If you don't know how to offer God to heal a praise, you ain't got nothing. Amen. Now, God told me, said, come on up in here. Tell them that I'm homesick. But in the end, I want you to vindicate yourself. So for the first time in my ministry, God has told me to vindicate myself. One of the biggest complaints I hear in our church is he's loud. He sings loud. He plays loud. Your roars. I hear it every so. I'm just trying to be like God. Turn with me this morning. Quickly to Zephaniah chapter 3. Zephaniah chapter 3. If you have to, I'll give you enough time. Those of you who don't read the Bible, you can look in the contents and you can find out what page that is on your Bible. I'll give you enough time to see that. Zephaniah chapter number 3. One thing I found out at a very young age is God loves music and He loves singing. God loves it. God loves it. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. The church of God to say amen. I'm going to add in the Hebrew words to it and what they mean so you can see it. It says, The Lord, which is Jehovah, thy God, which is Elohim, in the midst or in the nearest part of thee, is a mighty, powerful warrior of great strength and great authority that prevails. He is your strong man. And he will save. In other words, he will watch out as a shepherd for your delight. He'll make sure that whatever happens in your life, you will have some delight. Then it says He will rejoice. That word rejoice means He'll dance around in circles. Can anybody even envision God dancing around in circles over you? One of the angels comes back to God and says, I want to tell you, down in Living Water Worship Center, Leah Hardin was praising you. Boy, she was so loud. She was jumping up and down at 80 years old. She walked the pews in that church and God jumps up off his thrones and starts dancing around in circles. Oh, y'all don't think I'm telling the truth? It's right there. He said, I'll save. That word save means that I'll watch out for you as a shepherd, so I'll bring you great delight. And then it says, I will rejoice. That means he turns around and he dances in a circle. Who is he rejoicing on? He is rejoicing over thee with joy. God loves it when you praise him. Then it says he will rest. That word rest means in the Hebrew I'll engrave like a craftsman your, uh, your name. I'll engrave your name in my hand. I wonder how many of us have God tattooed himself for you. I wonder if your name is tattooed in God's hand. The Bible says your name is in his hand. God is engraving. graving His your name in his hand. And it says that he is if he will literally rest in his love. That means he provides For His family. How many of you love your family this morning? How many of you do anything you can? Make sure your family had food and water and a place to live and some heat and some air and a way to get around and some money in the bank. Amen. Amen. Well, God loves you because you're His family and He provides for His family. And then it goes on and He says, And He will joy over thee. That word joy there means he'll again spin around and dance in circles and place a ring upon you as he redeems you. That means that God wants to marry you. Mm. Y'all ain't getting me this morning. Y'all want to be praising the Lord. Then he says, in, In his love and he will joy over thee with singing. Everybody say singing. 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 Say it again. Singing. That word in the Hebrew means a loud noise. Loud music. Loud shouting. Loud singing in triumph. Oh, and I read that, Betty. I just heard God singing a song to the devil about kitten Oh, Oh, my God. I'm just going to shout when I think about it. Oh, God got up and the music went to playing up in heaven. And oh, the devil come up there like he does with the sons of God every now and again to present himself to God. And he wanted to come up there and say something about old Kip Nance, and the music started playing and God got up there and he said, let me tell you something the old oh boy. You thought that another one had bit the dust. You tried to take him out and you tried to kill him. You tried to run all the angels out. You tried to make him feel depressed to where he put a gun to his head and blow his brains out. You tried to get him to throw up his hands and give up. But let me tell you what I did. I sent angels down there around him. I I sent angels and every time he thought about me every time he prayed to me I listened to him, every time he praised me I tattooed his name in my hand and because that boy still believed in me, because he didn't give up on me, I have taken him and I put a shield around him and hell ain't going to be able to come in his life anymore, hell ain't going to be able to cripple him, hell ain't going to be able to take his voice hell ain't going to be able to shut down his church hell ain't going to be able to take his finances hell ain't going to be able to take his hell. God said I'm going to sing a song in the more he sung. He said, let me let you know exactly how powerful I could feel about this young man called Kip He's one that'll stand for me when nobody else will. He'll raise his voice and he'll shout and he'll stick a microphone in his mouth and tell somebody to wake up in a heartbeat because he loves me. Let me tell you something, devil. You thought you had him, but I claimed him and you ain't got him and I won that prize and you ain't going to be able to defeat him because I'm on his side. God, we need to begin to praise the Lord for the song." That he's singing over you. I want to be able to point Janice in my life to where God put on a concert about Kip Nance. And that y'all will pay to come hear what God's singing about Kip Nance. Oh, I want to have the number one song up in heaven be about what God did for Kip Nance. Oh, y'all think I'm playing this morning? That's what the scripture said. He said, I am rejoicing over you. I'm up here and I'm dancing and I'm turning around in spirit over you and I'm singing a loud song. I'm singing, like I could just hear him telling the devil, boom, 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 another one bit of dust out there in your kingdom. One of them nice songs that we had in the pop culture where I was coming on is Take Me to Funky Town. And I believe God's coming up and said, I'm about to take him to Heaven's Town. Y'all ain't with me this morning, amen? So, God told me to come tell you this morning I'm always on the lookout for you. God is a singer, He shouts, He dances, He's a powerful strong man, He's a warrior, He defends and He watches out for you, He delivers you, He preserves you, He rescues you from anything that does not bring you delight. And as he sings for you, he's looking out for you. He's scouting for the dangers. He's making sure that there ain't no devil coming in your life. He's protecting you from the predators that's wanting to attack you. He's trying. To, he'll destroy your enemy, the Bible tells you. He, anything that'll take away his delight in you, he is standing up against it. He is singing and he's carefully watching over every one of your possessions because there, it may, that makes you rich. He wants to make you rich. And God is rescuing you every time you get in trouble. He is so excited about his people that he bursts out in a joyful and loud song and he's singing over you and he's dancing up in heaven because how many came to church in living water this morning and they began to praise the Lord and they raised their voice and when the preacher told them to stand up and give God a good hand clap of praise they stood up and they gave him an ovation because he is the King of kings the Lord of lords and he is the King of all kings the church shout out and say amen stand with me to your feet right quick The Bible says God delights in those who love Him. God's not a distant God. My singers, come on back up here. Not a distant God. He's listening to your praises this morning. He rejoices in your love. And while we sing praises to God, God begins to join in. And He begins to sing with us. Psalm 104 says... That we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. That means that we enter in with a Tada praise. Let me show you what a Tada praise is. That's a Tada praise.